It has to work. It has to work. There is no other way. It has to work and it's going to work, period. So yeah, scared money don't make money. That would have to be my philosophy. Even if it's a lot of people doing it. So what? You do it and you make yourself stand out doing it. It's because you do so much as a mother and as a wife and as an employee and as a sister and a and a daughter. And I think that's where we kind of mess up because we should always keep think, keep dreaming big, you know. I think all moms should know that they're a life giver. You gave life for a reason. The love that we have for our kids, I think it overpowers everything. How do you think it went overall? I mean, we both did good. I didn't cry, you didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we should be ashamed of ourselves. What kind of mothers are we? That was kind of fun. <laughs> we talk about everything else. Let's talk about money. Hello, everyone. This is The Money Mom. Welcome to The Money Mom Podcast. Today on my show, I have Erlene Williams from Flint, Michigan, and she now resides in Maryland. Erlene, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, sure. Um, I'm Erlene Williams. Definitely, I was born in Flint, Michigan a long time ago, and uh, I have been in Maryland long longer than I've been in in Michigan. So I left there when I was 19. Um, I went to school here. Um, I'm a mother. I have two daughters and I have been married over 30 years. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have been an engineer um, since my late 20s. So. Okay, you have a degree in engineering? Yes, yes. I have a computer science degree. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you have any investments? I do. I um, Initially, my first investment, I would say, was a house a long time ago. And then um, I started to getting into, and I think my husband took a class, uh, and it's called Cisco, uh, a, a stock called Cisco. And uh, and we decided, oh, you took the class, let's, let's figure out if they have stock. And so we then we bought stock in Cisco and then Microsoft. And th- this is, let's say, in the late 80s. Or, so, um, and, and that was my journey. And then I just started reading the Wall Street Journal. So, you know, so yes, I still have stock and I still buy stock. Yes. That's right, you guys. Last year, Arlene made over 62,000 day trading? Yeah, so I better not call it day trading because I do work, so I was not watching it like that, but I think what I uh, did uh, is try to study where the money was and um, and study other people who study what the where, where we need to invest our money, so what I did is just spent the whole year uh, when something went low and it really went low last year, you know, around this time. So then I bought more of stocks. I panicked. I sold some before that. And then I got right back in. And I mean, it, it was a crazy, crazy year initially. Then kind of st- stabilized my emotions and said, while these things are low, buy a lot of like Tesla, uh, Shopify, 
Square, you know, some of those, uh, some pharmaceutical, like AbbVie, Abbott, some, those are some of the things that I bought. What platform do you use to trade? So, uh, Robinhood, uh, Webull, Fidelity, and Charles Schwab. Okay. And Charles Schwab, because I've been with them forever. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody is trying to get into investing on that level, what advice would you have for them? My advice is to to look around your house and spend and see what you spend a lot of your money on. Uh, when Apple split last year and um, I called my cousins and said, okay, Apple splitting. I mean, it was very high and not affordable. But since we all have Apple phones, why don't you just test drive um, investing and buy just one share of Apple stock. Just do that. Let it perform so that you can believe in it and know that the things that you are buying, you need to also invest in them. So, Erlene, what is the best and worst financial advice you've ever been given? That is so funny. Um, I think the best is that you have to pay yourself. The best is, I don't care what you make. I don't care. Uh, you have to figure out in the beginning of your journey, when you leave your mother's house and you're on your own, you have to say, this is how much I'm going to save this year. This is how, this is where I want to be at the end of this year or monthly. You cannot escape planning. Um, my first big goal was to say 20000 and that probably was like in 1990, and we actually saved it, and then the next year, we're like, okay, we're going to work a whole full job, like we were, we had full jobs, and then we worked another full job in the evening and saved all of that money, so if without uh, financial goals, then you don't have a plan. So the best advice is plan your life, plan your future, plan your year, plan your days, plan who you're going to marry, plan how many kids, you know, and, and then you have this journey that you're on and you don't get off of it too much. Hmm. What is the worst financial advice you've ever been given? Um, I, I thought about this and I, and, um, I, I don't remember any, uh, bad financial advice because I really do try to talk to people that I've seen moving and, and that are uh, successful. Um, and you can almost watch what they do and mimic it. But I think some of the things that I've done as far as bad investments is I'm not a salesperson. So in terms of uh, selling products for other people and, and watch myself, you know, sell something for $200 and get, let's say, $10 off of it. So, but I, I thought, oh, my God, I would love to sell these products. Uh, and they were, you know, some skincare products. But um, I just realized that's not me. So I wasted a lot of my time just doing things like that. So. Um, and that was bad advice from myself hmm. that I put on myself. And, yeah. Arlene, what's the best decision you made with your money and why? 
best decision I have made with my money is I bought a house in Flint for like I think um twelve thousand and I end up and this lady stayed in it for years and then somebody bought it for like sixty two or something you know but I had it for a long time and I, I was able to pay cash for it and all but um, I. Um, I bought a house in Baltimore, so it's really you know about the housing boom. So and um, bought it for one eighty, I think, and now all the homes in the area are worth like seven hundred, so thousand. I'm thinking that besides my investments and and really. Um, uh, putting money in and making the right decisions with my own money that I make, that that was one of my uh, really good decisions. Do you live in this house in Baltimore? Or? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, currently we're uh, doing some remodeling in it. Um, so we, we have. So we lived in it for five years uh, because we wanted our daughters to go to a school in Baltimore. So we we stayed there for five years just for, they, for them to go to this uh, science and technology school. And then we moved out of it. But we still have it. We had it before, you know, they went to high school. So, um, but it, it's like, you know, two blocks from the water and, and I mean, you know, it's a great spot, so it's just a great spot. But yeah, it's it, so it's considered a second home. Okay. How do you spend quality time with your kids? So my kids are so grown, <laughs> 23 and 25. Um, I didn't have them until I was, uh, have been married 12 years. So... I did everything that I wanted to do. I finished college. I had my dream job. I dream house. Dream, dream. You know all the things that we dreamed of as as kids. We tried to do. So, um, and then once they came, I we we took, you know we took road trips. Uh, we lived near D.C. So museums, um, talking, reading, crafts, just. Everything that I wanted them to experience a lot, so um, that I just because of that, we just did a lot of things, and they had a lot of activities, right? So you know, but as as grown women now, they're still home, uh, and and one is working on her uh, master's. So um, and we're, and four of us are engineers, so we're all engineers. Um, and um, we really talk about self-love, being chocolate women, and uh, being engineers, being uh, working in an environment where you don't see that, that many of us. Um, we talk about being smart, I mean, you know, um, or smarter, or getting certified where you want to be in life. And we talk about men probably every day. <laughs> yeah. I bet. What is the biggest conflict you face balancing work and personal life? Oh, so when when my girls were young, I think uh, being a hundred percent to everything, which is impossible. Uh, 
impossible to always be 100% at work uh, with your family um, and myself, you know, and my husband. So that was a struggle just to be an engineer and also knowing that there's not that many black women or men in that field at the time. So that was always challenging. And then to uh, come home and be present, you know, so I tried, I tried to cook still because I really wanted to be like that kind of mom. So, um, and, you know, and I wanted to be a present wife. So it's just some things I just decided no matter what, I'm going to do these things through this journey so that they can say that I was a real mom to them, you know, mm-hmm. and a real wife. Yeah. What does self-care look like for you? What do you like to do just for yourself? I like, I like be by myself sometimes so and uh read i like to so it takes about an hour to um get to work so i like to listen to like talk radio that's important to me but um i also if i'm studying something or trying to get certified i'll I'll listen to that i know it sounds weird about self-care but it's really about um taking care of my mental state all, all the time, which I, you know, I don't uh, struggle with that because I try to stay in a peaceful mindset and, and surround myself with peaceful people. Um, but it, it, is, it is sometimes just about pampering myself, but then it also is just about putting things into me that are positive that makes me happy. Hmm. Yeah. It's, re- it's really about, and, I, and so I listened to um, so a lady named Karen Hunter, who all, and she's on XM Radio, but she always has people on there that are talking about investment, talking about education. Um, every day is something new. So entrepreneurs, so I, I get filled with knowing that it's so much out here still for me at any age. Hmm. I'm going to have to look her up. You are going to, it is XM Radio Channel 126. You will be filled with excitement from 7 a.m. until they, until you go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a philosophy about money? My philosophy about money is that it, when you get it, make it, make money for you. Don't my big philosophy is that uh, this is this like this life is a do-over. Like we have to really take everything we get seriously. So if you get four hundred dollars this month, I don't care if it's four dollars. Because really, if you took four dollars to make money for you somewhere, even if it's in the stock that was and leave it there, you would be amazed what it would be next year. So, or if you took four, $4 towards somewhere, I mean, it's going to uh, accumulate. Uh, so I, we are on a challenge right now with my daughter, uh, one daughter, and we are saving, we have five stocks uh, and we are saving $5 a day for each of them. And we're doing it every day. And we're going to see how much it accumulates. And, and it's paying a dividend. So not only is it moving because it's a stock, but it also pays a dividend. And I think my first 
Yeah, uh, last month was like $381 or something, but not on those same stocks, but on another one. So we're trying this new challenge just to see how much we'll get by, um, by having that dividend and having the, the uh, increase that the stock is going up. And we're reinvesting all of the, um, all the dividend goes back in, so it'll buy more stock. So we're compounding the money that we're making. And plus we're putting money in there. So if it drops, we get it cheaper. If it goes up, you know. Smart. Yeah, so my philosophy is that you gotta just be serious about it. Don't, I mean, and don't really, don't think that other people are coming to rescue you. You really have to have a plan with your money. And and start early, start early. Cause the, the stock that I had, so I had a lot of Amazon stock in 1998, I think it was. I sold some over some other, but imagine if I had had kept all of it from 1990. I still have some, but I don't have what I had back then. And and at it, it's three thousand dollars a share. So now I got a couple questions about that. You said you had. Uh, Amazon stock in the 90s. Yeah. Did Amazon have the same buzz as like Tesla and other popular companies have now or was it something that blew up out of nowhere? So uh, same buzz. Same buzz. Same buzz. Same buzz because it's new technology. It's, it's life is changing. It's like innovative. So for us and, and back then it was a book or online and we're thinking man i've never seen a book so online let's just buy again not back then we were probably really day trading and buying stocks at work and you know dumping them later and all that but but amazon was one of the ones that we bought you know all of us were like this is it got you and it was it it was it it was it (laughs) Yeah, wow. yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. So Tesla is it, but also I'm buying something called Neo N I O, and please check it out before you take my advice. But it also is uh, an electric car company like Tesla, but it's in uh, it's in China, and it and maybe it's forty dollar ish. But when I bought it. I think it was 20 that was last year so and and i'm so when it dips i keep buying because i'm thinking this is gonna be it okay you got that same feeling huh yeah but a lot of people do you you can go on youtube uh and look up nio and other people will tell you their thoughts too okay. yeah yeah Erlene, how old are your kids I have a 23-year-old daughter and a 25-year-old daughter. What financial goal do you have for your family, and how do you intend to get there? Well, man, um, I've been on this go- this financial goal for a long time. So uh, um, as far as my 
as far as my husband and I, let's say I'm thinking I'm going to work seven more years. So now I'm dumping everything into 401k, extra money, you know, maxing out. Uh, I, I only buy investments so that thinking, okay, in the next six, six years or so, this will grow. Um, and if, and we have been looking at a house that's like a couple doors down from us because uh, the lady in Baltimore in that same neighborhood. And we were thinking, okay, that could be Airbnb. So I, I think the point that I'm trying to make is that we're saying, okay, this could be income for us when we do retire, you know. So, um, so that's where my mindset is now and then for my daughters we we talk about money we talk about owning um you know homes together rehabbing them um and we talk about careers you know so the best thing i can do is with adult you know um children or grown-ups um is just talk to them about what what's going to make them happy and and to also make sure that they know who they are and their worth. Like we talk about, okay, if someone says that that job will pay you seventy k, then let's say if you want seventy, then ask for eighty five, or and then you can negotiate between the two, between your high and what they're offering you somewhere in between you're going to get what you want so we talk about negotiating we talk about uh you know getting certifications that'll get you like recently um i um my husband we both got uh, uh amazon has a whole technology right um mm -hmm. it's not only a website but it, there's a whole technology that we use at work and uh, we both got certified, right? And it, it just, it changes your um, income. So I think a couple of years ago, uh, after getting it, I got a 30K bonus. I'm sorry, 30K increase. And then um, I'm getting another one. I've been put in for, um, so, and we get cost of living. So, but, um, and now I've been put in for another uh, raise. So, so if you believe in certifications, and you know, you can look at Amazon's technology, it brings in a lot of just a lot of money. Like it, it's it's a game changer. So, how long does it take to get that certification for the Amazon? Technology. Let me give you the name of it too. So it's called AWS, and that's called uh, Amazon Web Services. Um, the initial one, the lowest one, is called Practitioner. I would say if you could study that for a month, right? Um, and then the next one is, I think it's for developers, like you know, software developers. I would give that like three months, right? And um, I've led a couple classes at work to get other people certified. Um, and then there's another one higher than that. It's called Solution Architect. And I would say three to four months, but they do have classes and teams. And I think if you work with other people, you can um, you can get it done 
faster. Um, but I would give it three, three to four months just studying. Um, and then the last Amazon class I took uh, was machine learning, uh, AI, artificial intelligence. So I haven't, uh, my husband took the certification and uh, he didn't pass his first time. So I decided not to take it and to just continue studying. So, and, and so, and so did he, so. But those things are game changers. That's, that's future, that's future investment. Sometimes that investment, you know, not, is not necessarily in the stock market. It could be in you, and and then you can ask for what you want and need. You know. Yeah, that's not a bad trade off. No, nope. no, nope, <laughs> it's not a bad trade off. What advice would you give to any other moms that want to get into your industry or pursue your way of earning a living? Um, I would give the advice of. Uh, First of all, any mom, so I'm, they're a mom, so I'm thinking uh, my, my, my oldest daughter started college at 14, you know, so always know that they can start at any age. Um, and also to be a momager and make sure that they are in the best classes. Don't, do not assume that because you're, um, it, you know, you don't hear anything that everything's okay in class. You you really have to be in tune as a mom. Um, but as in terms of a mom for herself, um, always any my motto is my philosophy is anything that's not growing is dead. So if you're not growing in your relationship, if you're not growing in your self care, in your education, and who you how you feel about yourself, well. Uh, you have cut off your lifeline and you are actually raising kids and have you know a family and a husband so you have to be growing in everything you do so if you want to get into computers you can get a certification you can go to community college uh baby steps and you'll end up you know wherever you want to be so i would say don't ever give up. Don't whatever you know. Make a vision yourself how you want to be. Vision if you want to go into computers, but also find a mentor that love people that want to see you do better, and they are out there. You know, I try and stay up on the news what's going on and I saw something where Google is offering like a six month class. I guess they said there's like a, a gap in between the people that have the certifications for the job they need mm-hmm. and the people applying for them. And they're saying that, you know, so many people are looking for work. They created like this six month program and when you're done you can apply for it. Now what is your take on that? Oh no, I think I think it that's great. I, I do think there's a gap. Imagine even for us because uh is you know, African American, sometimes we don't get that attention and people don't really look at us sometimes as being worthy of a lot of those opportunities coming through school. So then we we, we have a setback. That's why I was saying parents gotta really be in tune with what's going on in school so that your kid doesn't get set back and is getting a proper education. So um, 
So, yeah, I think any, any of those opportunities we need to take because it will help us. And, um, you know, I know there's a time for like partying. You just gotta, you just have to put your priorities. You know, I can party probably Friday or Saturday, but, or either I don't party and then I just do these certifications for, you know, that six months and then it's over because if you think about it, once you get that bump in your salary or whatever your goal is or that job, it only took six months. You know, a lot of the things that we want don't take that long. It just takes our focus. It really, We need to focus on what we want. And I feel like even if it's not what you, you may find in the end, it's not what you want, but it also makes a pattern of, like you said, self-care. It makes, it takes, makes a pattern of you knowing how to get something or an opportunity. You know, I um I tell the story about I was so glad to get forty thousand um one time on my uh, job, and when I sat down, the guy next to me who didn't have a computer science degree, he had a biology degree, he was making eighty. <clears throat> so, so you got it. That's why I talked about you better know your self worth. You yeah yeah you need to know your self worth. You know you need to as but I was so grateful as a little. You know, young person from Flint thinking 40K is everything. And until I sat down and realized everybody else is making 80. Man, I know you learned from that experience. I did. Yeah, yeah. Do you work from home most of the time? I have worked. I don't. So I work in a uh, uh, field where uh, you have so you have to be in the office because the uh, data is sensitive. So, um, but last year I did work at home the whole the whole year, and uh, right now I am working every other week. But I do go into the office. Um, because the that kind of you know work we do can't be um you can't get to it at home. Okay. Yeah. What is one thing you think that all moms should know? I think all moms should know that they're a life giver. You gave life for a reason, and that's. And you will always be given life. You'll speak life into yourself, to your kids, to your family. Um, and that is your responsibility. And take it real serious. So make sure you are a, a healthy woman, healthy mentally. You know, you have set some of your goals so you can feel real good about yourself. Because, and I'm a dark-skinned woman, and sometimes there's, you know, a whole other narrative about that. But um, I cannot remember a day that my parents didn't call me beautiful or smart or, you know, they, they acted like, oh, my gosh, she's here. We want it. You know, and my brother, I have four, four brothers. So, um, and I think that is just important. You got to, you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready to give it give a kid your all 
you know, even if you don't even believe it, you have to be ready to say, hey, beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, smart. You're smart. Uh, you know, yeah, you got it. And and I would, uh, I, I would always tell my daughters, I, you know, you are here for greatness. Like, I know God brought them here through me for a reason. And we all have a reason why we're here. You got to figure that out. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, because this is real life, you know, so we, we got to we got to help each other. I mean, that's why I freely came on here when you said something. I'm like, I'll do it. I appreciate it. You got a lot of good information. Yeah, yeah. We got we we have to help each other. We have. Can I give you just a quick story about a young man that we met um, from Detroit that lives here? Oh, please. Yeah. So he um, moved here, and I, I don't think his parents have moved here yet. And he hadn't gone to college or anything, so, but he worked at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts in the neighborhood, and. We had been talking to him and all, so then finally we said, oh, we're going we're, we're gonna to get him certified with Security Plus. That's another, uh, you know, certification, uh, IT certification. So he would come over here every Saturday, and of course, he, he really wanted to marry this girl, so he talked about the girl more than he talked about um, what we were trying to teach him. He didn't have any college or anything, but we did ask him to, uh, there's something called security clearance. So we asked him to get his security clearance. And that's uh, where they go do a background check and a full background. It takes about a year. It costs about 18000 and uh, And then we said apply for this security guard job. He does all of it. He gets the security, uh, the security clearance. He, he gets the security job. And then... Somehow, uh, this other woman we knew said, hey, Amazon is hiring. And uh, so he ended up going there. And so the security job, security guard job was 52K. So he went from 17K to 52, 17K at Duncan, 52 at this Amazon, kind of just being a security guard job there. So they had this program where they were teaching him that technology that I was telling you about earlier. So then after he got that, now that now he's in six figures. So then his sister, who also is from Detroit, that lives here now, said, hey, can you help me? So then we do the same thing with her. Same thing. She went from wherever she was making to six figures. You you can't. Let me just say this. If, if I, I like to look at... Uh, job descriptions because uh-huh. that's the, if you're not talking to anyway the only way you're going to know about the, a job and uh is to look at a description of it and say oh they do this and it it needs amazon technology and i need security plus so then you know there's two things that you need to learn okay. you see so it's hard it's hard for you to know let's say you don't go to college at all so, and you don't have, uh, you know, someone uh, outlining your life, then you're going to have to uh, always start here. What do you want to make? You know, how much do you want to make by the end of the year? Just, and that right there just sometimes blows people's minds. They don't, they probably thought, you know, I've been making 
25 at GM or something. I didn't even think about I could go beyond that. So, um, so you got to know what where you're going. So, what do you want to make? I just asked that quickly, and then and most of the time I have to get off the phone because they're like, I don't even know. So then I think then then my question is, okay, so now that you know you want to make 60k a year, then let's look at some of those jobs that are in the IT field because they want to go into IT that'll get you 60k. Sometimes it's a help desk job. That'll make seventy k, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and then um, and that's your start. I mean, it 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 starts you to it helps you to understand about technology problems that people have with application software application uh, issues that go along, how to resolve them, you know, you know what I mean? So that's just the bottom. And then from there you grow, you get into that environment, you start growing, you understand, you know, going to those meetings and talking with people. Sometimes office is good. Remote sometimes is not good when you're not well into your career or your expertise. You, you you have to read like major companies and then got uh, global companies or uh, I start my career started out with Oracle and Oracle is a major database company um, and they're still around um, and that's where I started as a database engineer. So, um, and when I tell you, I really didn't know much about it but gradually you just get to know, understand it. Um, I grew so much from that. That, that is so, that company is so big. They have so many jobs. Even if you, the amazing part is some of the secretaries, they were asking them to become an Oracle person. They didn't have any computer science degree. They had had secretarial skills. So you think that in IT, the level of education doesn't matter sometimes? Uh, I think the level of, I think some people can get through it without uh, extensive background, but at some point you may have to zone in on the expertise. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It depends on what that te- technology is. Like, because um, of course, you know, college added on biology, added on a whole lot of other stuff beyond computers, right? But let's say if we take out all of that, I think you still need some of the computer classes or, um, and I'm not, the same computer classes that they offer at college, they offer uh, online, yeah. Because a lot of people people are teaching those classes, yeah. Yeah. So you think somebody could do well with an associate's? Yes. Okay. I do. I, and I also think that you may, so let's say you get a associate's computer science, um, and then, and then, um, like I use the Amazon technology right now at, at my job, which, which at some point wasn't even in, in, at, at the university, but it is, I think it is now. So, but I do think you you can take that class through this uh, Udemy that I was telling you about. So you can take 
the Amazon class on there. And, and, and then you can go on Amazon website um, and, and they'll tell you which classes to take. And if you pass that certification, they're not going to turn you down. Um, I think he's 23, uh, uh, 25, I think, 25. And um, n no college, zero college, zero. So then... Um, Make a long story short, his brother was a uh, policeman in D.C. And then he's like, I'm next. And then, so then he's in that. He went through the whole thing. So now he's at that place. And we, we, we're just taking his wife, who was a daycare owner. Uh, now she's doing it. So, so when we're talking about reaching people, if you really know, and, and really, I don't even know how all this happens. I just think it's really God that just just helps us to help people. So if people out there really know and have jobs at their um, company or if they know some, you know somehow to make somebody's life better and to put them on a track that will change generational wealth in your family, call somebody. You, you know? That that's that's what you got to do. That this this family, we they're, they're just a they're my neighbor's family. We didn't even know them. So, um, but it, that's what it's about. We we have to help each other, you know. Yeah, you're right about that. That's awesome too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we're really happy for for them. In my show, I like to do an advice segment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes sometimes we tackle more serious issues, sometimes more lighthearted issues. Yes. And um, in doing our interview, you know, you just talked a lot about uh, choosing different career paths and things like that. Do you think that a career should be fulfilling? You know, a lot of people believe that a job is a job, you know, you don't have to like it, you punch in, you punch out. Do you think someone's doing a disservice to themselves if they don't find your career fulfilling? So I, I, the only time I think you should be in a career that's not fulfilling is that you are, are in there for a goal. But like, I may do this job for this year, but after that, I can't take this any any longer, you know, kind of thing. Other than that, yeah, I do think it should be fulfilling. I have work jobs where it's like, okay, this makes great money, and I will do this to meet my goal. And maybe it was to buy a home, you know, back when, a long time ago. But, uh, yeah, I think you should... It, it, I think it's hard not to, I think it's hard to go to a job that you're not, uh, it doesn't fulfill you. I mean, my parents retired from GM and I think because everybody worked at GM, they probably were very comfortable with it, but, um, they didn't want us to work there. Yeah. So I think they worked hard to make sure we didn't work there. It, it met the goal, 
they've met all of you know all they got they're retired they still have income but they didn't say hey go there and sign up and make sure you get a job mm-hmm. no yeah yeah because that was hard work for some people yeah yeah it is well arlene thank you for your time I appreciate you being a guest on my show. You gave so, so much good information. I'm sure somebody will learn something from this. Yes, I have. Thank you. Thank you. And you, you're welcome. You have officially been coined a money mom. Oh, okay. All right. I'm worth a badge. (laughs) 